This is the Ned and Josh podcast. Podcast. If you or someone in your family has been injured at work, visit mej.com.au. Hit 104.7. And Ed, today is Are You OK Day. Yes, it is. Very, very, very important day. Just where you check in on your friends. Obviously, you should do that all the time. But this is just kind of like a good reminder just to go like, hey, maybe someone who you maybe are not initially thinking of that might be struggling. Today's a good day to just check in with everyone. A conversation could change a life is their entire slogan. And yep. it's not just a slogan. It's actually a very, very true statement. And I think the thing that uh, has gone on over the last sort of 12 months, it's been a bit different for a lot of people. And, and you can see examples of this all throughout, like all throughout society, I think, to be yeah. perfectly honest. Um, I've, I've seen everything from uh, my girlfriend's like school, school council and all that sort of stuff. Like people are getting insanely keen on being incredibly burrowed down on issues and yeah. all that sort of stuff. I think a lot of this sort of very short fuse that we're seeing from people, you see people just snap in public and all that. It's happening a lot more, I feel, because my, my summarization of this, and I was reading about this the other day and I think it's true, a lot of people chalked a lot of their pain up to COVID yeah. and went, you know, COVID's the reason I feel this way or COVID's yeah. the reason I feel so down or COVID's the reason that this is happening in my life or I'm so stressed. And now as COVID is leaving, the feelings aren't leaving. Yeah. So people are getting very confused and very, very, like there's no place for this. I think people thought these feelings were just going to go away magically with COVID as well. And there's work people need to do. There's conversations people need to have. And that's why this is such an important check-in with this kind of thing. Yeah, exactly right. I feel like confusion always leads to anger in people because yeah. you get confused and then you get scared and then you get angry, which is honestly, I've been there a million times before and I still get there all the time where I just don't, uh, yeah, I have, I, like, I'm the exact same as everyone else. Like, uh, I got locked in my inside my apartment for two years and then I came out and went, well, I'm, I guess I'm good. In that two years, I discovered so much about myself that I'd really had not had the time to kind of sit down and reflect on. Some of it made me really sad. Some of it was kind of like a deep dive into who I am as a person. And that kind of is confronting for a lot of people. A lot, so A lot of people did that and haven't had conversations with anybody after it to work through how they're feeling about that. Maybe it's the first time over the last two years you've ever thought about your own mental health and you've gone, maybe actually I'm not all right, mm. but you are such a person that puts out such a front to the world of, you know what? I'm always good. Don't worry about me. And now for the first time, you're feeling these weird, confusing feelings. This is what today's for. We are having so many advances as every year goes past about talking about this subject. I like pull, peel the curtain back a little bit. When we first started in Canberra in 2018, yeah. the first Are You OK break we did, we... I wrote out notes. Yeah. I had exactly what I wanted to say. I told a little bit about my story with going to therapy and yeah. my anxiety and just all that sort of stuff. Today, you and I were kidding around two seconds before we hit go on the microphones yeah. to have this conversation. I've not yeah. got anything written down. And that shows you that in, what, four years, you, even you and I have gotten so much more comfortable talking publicly about this topic. And I think society is trending in that direction in such a positive way. But yeah. there still are people that find it very difficult to talk about this. Yeah. And that's why today is so important because you can reach out to someone like that, normalize it for them, let them know that, yeah, everybody goes through stuff and you, you're absolutely capable of counting on me as a friend yeah. to be there if you need to talk to someone. The scary things that you're going through and the scary things that you're feeling that might make you feel isolated or alone or maybe that you're the only person that's ever gone through this, I guarantee you there's probably someone you know who's going through the exact same kind of thing. You know, this is why it's so important to just talk. Like Josh said before, we're getting so much better at it. I feel like as a society, I've mates that 
tried to take their lives many years ago who now openly will just offer up, hey, mate, I'm actually not feeling good. Do yeah. you mind if we just have a chat on the phone for 20 minutes? And that's incredible. That never would have happened if these days don't keep happening. I know, and that's what's so important. And, it, I mean, obviously, we're, we're being quite positive about our mental states right now. But, yeah. like, I'll be honest, the last two months here at work has been fraught with uncertainty. Yeah. You and I have been incredibly stressed. We've had yelling matches with each other that have had nothing to do with anything other than the stress we're feeling. And that is where we need to sit down as best mates. And we do, and we're lucky we have that relationship and go, hang on, <laughs> this actually isn't about this. This yeah. is about four million other things. How are you feeling? Yeah. We talk through these things and get to a point where it's like, okay, good, fine. We yeah. put this in the box it belongs in. We feel better about it. I can go and get some help from a professional if you need it. All that sort of stuff because these conversations happen. Exactly right. So just, I guess, the message today is the message you'll hear a whole bunch, which mm-hmm. is just asking people if they're okay. Have this conversation. Just check in on your friends. Even if the ones that you know are okay, just check in. Yep. Make sure those conversations that could change lives are happening. If you want some more resources on how to even have these conversations, how to start them, all that kind of stuff, the the resources are there because they, it can be quite confronting too to think somebody might have a bit of a problem. You want to have a chat to them about it. How do you start that conversation? Exactly right. Areyouokay.org.au is where you can find all of the, the tips, the tricks, everything to start these incredibly important conversations. And honestly, today too, this is an, this is an acutely, uh, well, it's amazingly time to reminder that 13 11, 14 is lifelines number if you want to make the first step yourself not wait for someone to ask are you okay reach yeah. out and have a chat about your mental health but the reminder and the weird timing of all of this is the lifeline book fair is this weekend yep. so if you're thinking geez i want to be able to help support these conversations very much go, can. go and buy a book at epic this weekend the first one back at epic since the beginning of the year the lifeline book fair in full swing as of tomorrow but 13 11 14 for lifeline are you okay.org.au there's absolutely no no, nothing bad about having a conversation with someone about how you're feeling. That's exactly right. I don't want to uh, end it on a sour note, but I met the, the UFC fighter Paddy, uh, I think his name is Pimblin. I don't know anything about the UFC, but he said something the other week about this kind of thing that mm. honestly, it's sort of my outlook on life. And I feel like today should be everyone's outlook on life is I would much rather have a 20 minute conversation with someone than go to their funeral next yeah, week. 100%. I would much, a million, a trillion times over, just have a conversation. The stakes can be that high at one end yep. and as simple as, yeah, just feeling a bit I'm down off. today at the other why. end. And yeah. everywhere in between is perfectly fine to exactly. go and have those conversations. Somebody you think, yeah, I know who the boys are talking about. I know who I should exactly. talk to today. Yeah. Get in contact with that person. Make sure that happens Please today do. on Are You OK Day. Check out areyouok.org.au for more info. And, of course, you can call Lifeline anytime, 13 11 14. Uh, Ned. Josh. We went for a little adventure yesterday. We did yesterday after the show. Yeah. Apologies to anyone who was at Yerubi Pond yesterday and witnessed four, well, three grown men doing very odd activities and then a fourth man filming that. Yep. That'll make sense later. Yep. So that was the, uh, yeah, we were recording sound effects. That was important for us to do. But if you Um, saw that. It it looked very strange. It looked very, very odd. But then after that, you and I decided to go on a, I guess, separate adventure. Yeah, we did. One adventure wasn't enough for the day. Yeah, no, we needed a separate adventure. And that adventure was to take your brand new dog for a walk. Yeah. With my dog, Cosmo, yeah. the golden retriever puppy, and they are now the best of friends. They get along very, very, very yep. well. They're the best of friends, and they went for a, an adventure to a dog park, yep. the Yarralumla Dog Park to be specific, um, because it is probably one of the primo dog parks. Yeah, and I mean, it was very nice. You don't have to be living that Yarralumla lifestyle to use their Yarralumla Dog Park. Oh, I you're allowed, to, you're, allowed, <laughs> you're allowed to just go on down there. They don't which ask your address at the gate. No, you're allowed to use it. It's free. So there's a little bit of a hint. Yeah. Um, I, I think that what's important to 
to note here is that you and I um, are not, I would say we're not snobby. I don't think we're snobby people. But when it became time to be dog parents yesterday, mm. we could not have been more snobby. Um, In what way? Other people's dogs were there, and we were, like, immediately assuming that any situation that could possibly arise would be yeah. because of the other person's dog, not our dogs. Our yeah. dogs are precious, beautiful angels that couldn't do any wrong. Well, my dog, that is certainly what I think, but yeah. my dog's also kind of... It has a reputation for being the finisher of fights. Yeah. It's a staffy. It's a staffy, yeah. So, mm-hmm. You may have seen in the news that potentially yep. Staffies come out of fights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When other dogs do not. Yes. So, so that's what I get very worried about as well. Well, we had a couple of uh, fellow punters down at, yes. the, at the dog park and we kept... <laughs> We kept basically keeping our dogs away from those dogs. Yeah, I was like, why don't you just go, you guys know each other, play amongst yourselves, yep. leave other dogs to themselves. And that's, that's fine. That's what we did. And anytime our dogs did something yesterday, we were praising them like they were toddlers learning how to walk. Yes, like, correct. I think what, what happened yesterday can best be described as a shameful display. Yeah, you don't like of, it. Of, of just too much pride in our dogs, I think. Yeah. I think it was a little... As dog parents, we've gone a little too far. Yeah. Uh, I kind of do agree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I didn't necessarily... I agree in hindsight. Because yes. I think we were... Oh, fo- no, not in the moment. I was loving it in the moment. But in hindsight, I think we went too far. And I only think in hindsight because yeah, I said to Josh, I made the analogy, it was like when Marge and Homer le- get kicked out of the all-you-can-rate restaurant. Mm-hmm. Josh and his golden retriever went home. Yep. Both immediately went to sleep. My staffy was not full. Yep. It had more you could eat. We went fishing afterwards. I had to take him to four different dog parks yeah, after just that to wear one. him out. I wanted, went to these other dog parks, but I was by myself this time, and that can kind of be... Like, there's other people there, but mm. I was with you at that dog park, so I could just talk to you, and I didn't have to interact with anyone. But just, like, you say things to your dog loud enough that you hope other people hear and just, like, have a laugh, and then maybe come up to you and, yep. and say, like, hey, what's up? Oh, nice dog. Like, I was like, look at you with that stick. Aren't you a good boy? Yeah. Or I'll say, like, I don't know what you want from me, mate. We're not leaving yet. Go and get some water. And then people were like, and then I realized I was like, I'm being you're trying to attract annoying. Yeah, you're trying to attract <laughs> attention so that you can describe what a good boy Lenny yes. is to complete strangers. I clearly have gotten everyone across who is currently around me how good my dog is. So now strangers are having to bear it as well. I never get upset ever when you don't interact with me on social media because we spend so much time together yeah. that social media is like the only time we get a break from <laughs> yeah. each other pretty much. For the first time ever, Ned has like reacted to a story I put up yeah. there, which was a picture of my dog. And I was there. I was like, <laughs> I remember that from two hours ago. <laughs> we are ridiculous dog parents and we need to be stopped. <laughs> Josh, uh, I remember going to athletics carnivals and just essentially seeing, like, you are... It's it's honestly a good scale to show you how big the world is because yep. it's like, I think your world slowly gets bigger as you get older. Oh, 100%. It starts does. off as your family, then it's like your bigger family, then it's your primary school, high school, your friends in the, the thinger, then your, whatever. Essentially, you the get world. what I mean. The yeah, world. Yeah, yeah. Just jump to the world. Yeah, the world. Yeah, from high school to the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember that, like, I would be... I wasn't necessarily popular at primary school, but, like, I had my Doesn't friends and stuff. Me. I wasn't... I, <laughs> You realise you are making making fun of an eight year old right now. <laughs> yeah, but it's one, me. That, one that isn't eight anymore. No, no, so no, no, it's no, no. Fine. still an eight year old. Uh, <laughs> no, but I, but I just like 
I knew my place in the school. It's okay. like I was a bit of a man about town. I knew people. And so I was like, I like to compare myself to Red from Shawshank Redemption, where yep. it's like, I can just like converse with everyone. And You're I just a bit mingled. of a chameleon. Exactly right. When I would go to these other schools, I would be like, oh, I'm nobody. Mm. Like these people are cooler than me. They're faster than me. Yep. They're better than me in every way. Faster is what I want to talk about this morning because there's an athletics carnival that's gone on. Um, and one of the participants has... A mother that would make me believe that if I was entered in a race with this person, I would put my hand up before the starting pistol and just go, I'm out. I'm out. I'm actually, I'm much like a horse before a race. I'm scratched. I'm, I'm good. Ta- I'm, I'm tapping out. I'm tapped. I'm good. Because none other than Kathy Freeman's daughter has decided, well, not decided, she's 11, so she kind of has to participate in athletics carnivals, mm. has gone to the inter-school one. Yep. As you may expect, has smoked the competition. Yeah, brilliant. She finished, so she did the 200-meter sprint. She finished 20 meters ahead of... Wow. The second place. Yeah, wow. Not the end. Yeah. The next person was yeah. 20 meters behind her. That means she was 10% of the entire course yeah. in front of the nearest competition. I, um, because of uh, Carrie's, Carrie's son, the nine-year-old, went yeah, to yeah. a uh, inter-school athletics day a couple of weeks ago, and I went and watched it. I did not see a child finish that far in front yeah. in any race. And I watched about an yeah. hour of racing. The best kid probably was maybe five metres yeah, in front yeah. of the second place. Oh, 20 metres. I'm watching this video of her run. It looks like she's just training. She looks like she's just going for a warm-up. Mm. And then you see seven kids run behind <laughs> her. It's like, oh, no, she's in a race. What the hell's going on? If I heard Kathy Freeman's daughter was competing against me, I'm like, I don't need this hit to my yeah. ego. I'm 11. Yeah. The world's ahead of me. Apparently, the world is like All I am is ego. Me. I'm 11. <laughs> exactly right. All I think is the world is great. I don't need to be absolutely shown my place by oh. Kathy Freeman's daughter. That's amazing. You know what I would love to be. I would Ian love to son at a swimming carnival. Yeah, well, that's it. I would love to be a child of a sports like icon, like yeah, an absolute yeah. phenomenal athlete and just not care about that sport. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be like, because, you know, sort of every, every kid goes through their act of rebellion yeah, phase yeah. where they're, oh, no, my parents are stupid. Yeah, they suck. Imagine, imagine, just imagine for a second that you your dad was Daniel Ricciardo yep. and, you, and you were, like, all about Chess. riding your bike yeah. everywhere. <laughs> you're, you're like, yeah. you know what? Yeah. Cars are not good for the environment, Dad. They suck. Won't ever get behind the wheel of one. Don't even want a Tesla. Just I'll take a bike everywhere. Thank Honestly, you very much. Honestly, with the way Ricciardo's career is heading, he's probably thinking probably that maybe he'll start running. Who knows? <laughs> And welcome in to a very, very special moment on the show. Oh, yeah. You're here for present day, everybody. God, I'm excited. Producer Michael is in the room. Now, this is a tradition <laughs> that started... <laughs> this is a tradition that started uh, really only about a month and a half ago. Yeah. The idea was uh, to cure the ails of the present day, so... Horrible news, climate change, Gas just prices. everything yeah. that's going on that we're just stressed about. We thought, what if we do a day that we can look forward to every week yep. called present day? One of us will buy the other two presents. Josh went first, Michael went second. It's now finally my turn. Yes, here we go. So the, standings, I score tally? So the standings at the moment for present day, my first week was a score of 70 from Ned, a score of 80 from Mike for a total of 150 out of 200, yep. out of a possible 200. Last week, Mike's present to you, Ned, impressed you greatly, got a score of 90. Yeah. And I gave Mike a score of 61. Which is so insane. For a total of 151. So yeah. Mike is in the lead. It Mike is in the lead. I really don't understand because you put him one above. You might as well just go on hell for lever and put him yep. like 30 above. Mm. But I like that you put him one point above yeah, you. Yeah, we did. We did. Very Here we defensive. Go. It's worked out nicely too because we are on two weeks holidays moving yeah. after this. So this so. is like the last one. So this is Ned's present day for you and I, Mike. You All can right. institute I've... a day like this with your friends. 
Absolutely. All right, Make that I, have three, I have three gifts. Oh, All right, here geez. we go. So this one's this one's a big one. <laughs> it's a big flat it's a thing. Massive, it's a big flat thing. Massive. And this one's going to Josh. So over the Ooh. desk. Oh my ones. god, yeah. it's incredibly heavy. And then this one's also yours. There's two presents for me. There's two presents for you. This what is was incredibly the, what was heavy. the what was the budget? I was trying to remember. Was it under fifteen dollars? Oh, I thought it was thirty. No. Well. <laughs> Should I open the little Oops. one first or the big one? <laughs> Honestly, uh, whichever one. They're, they're not related in any I will say, yeah. Ned has had the best present day yet, Michael, because mm. all of the Father's Day presents have been in stores. So he's True. had the best, he's had the best stuff to have a crack at. I don't... Mm-hmm. Because, like, I, a lot, of, a lot of guy, guy in quotation marks, <laughs> yes. guy gimmicky stuff yeah. has been in stores. Uh, I'm opening. Here we go. I, yeah. As my, as my discovery of that good idea, I clearly oh didn't think of that. Oh, my God. <laughs> I oh my god! Be careful of the box; it's very flimsy, it so it might a, just fall uh, out. Tempered glass, lazy Susan, That's... that you would put a charcuterie board on. Oh, are you... oh, it's very good. I've seen when you eat food, you like to just get into it. You like That's a rhythm. Very... So if you have different me- meals like positioned around the lazy Susan, and then once you're done with one, you can move around That's to the next very one. Very good. And now oh, open the second dear. one. Well, the second you... one has nothing to do with the first you one. You can okay. really right, tell you have blown the budget. Well, yeah, I thought it was 30 bucks, so I spent 20 and then I was like, I've got to spend another, like, a couple of dollars right, going, on something. Going with the second present now. Yeah. Here we go. Okay. This one's small. This one I'm actually kind of jealous of. This is a very strange... It's a butterfly present. knife. It's a... What? <laughs> what? Is it actually? Look, just open it, all right? I don't know what it is. Why is it not opening? God, this is so... It is, it is, is a butterfly knife. knife. I apologise. What is that? You have to hold them together and then there's a little clasp. Oh, yeah, and then push right. it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Careful. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a knife. Just kidding, it's a bottle opener. It's a butterfly <laughs> knife bottle opener. Very good. Very good. Very jealous of that. Alright, now Michael, I'm actually You said you high took risk, a risk, high reward. Okay, alright, here we go. It's not particularly heavy. It's I rectangular. Don't even know what Michael got. You don't know what I, you I got. I don't me? know what you got. How right. is that possible? I don't How know what that, that means. Open these presents. What I've done <laughs> is gift Michael three blind boxes. Oh, from oh. the WWE. WWE figurines. That is pretty good. It's pretty good. That's I would pretty like good. you. They have all the characters on the back. I'd like you to open one now and at least. Want one? Yeah. And I feel like that should determine my score. Okay, these are. I'm just the, having a look at the back Looking at the back, of them. some of the ones that are on here, you've got Undertaker, you've got The Rock, you've yeah. got John Cena. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, you've got Hulk Hogan. Yeah, yeah okay. Um, <laughs> you have Big Show, Ric Flair, The Iron Sheik. <laughs> here we go. What has he got? Yeah. Box number Animal one. I'll, I'll say, I'll, I, say I, I called out Hulk Hogan just before and watch me get Hulk Hogan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this is well, happen. okay, no, this is what I mean. Who will you get that'll make you, like, happy? happy? Ric Flair? Uh, the Bella Twins are on there. The Bella Twins are cool. Taker. I reckon Undertaker, Undertaker or so if I get, Daniel if we, Bryan. So if we pull Taker here... You've got the best present yeah. in present day history, potentially. Yeah, because I don't even know. There's three of them as well, so I've diversified my bonds. Okay. We won't open all three. Maybe oh, we... it's a black, no, it's a black thing. Hold on. Yeah, there's a bag inside. <gasps> Hold on. Oh. I can't get it. I got the it's Iron Sheik. Iron Sheik. <laughs> there we go. Can you quickly open another one while we just quickly have a yeah, discussion? Give me a hand, yeah, yeah. Just a quick discussion. I'll say that I think we reserve scores on present day mm-hmm. today, Michael, if you're listening to me, because um, I think what we do is we go tomorrow on the show, reveal scores, because we'll technically be wrapping up present day yes, um, for for before round. we go on holidays. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if you I'm want to deliberate over... The, uh, there you go, Michael. Here's I think we, a, I think we hold off on scores until tomorrow's show. If and you then get two of the same, that's Someone will, quote-unquote, win the present day. Yeah. Uh, 
let's get, see. This last one is. It's the ultimate warrior. Ultimate which is warrior again. Equally as bad as Hulk Hogan. Yeah, this question is very, on the very confusing. <laughs> okay, so you know what? Here's the thing. Present day scores will yeah. be revealed tomorrow on the show. I'm very excited to hear what Michael's yeah. going to give me. There's one that hasn't been opened. I am stoked. There's one that hasn't been opened. All right, we'll come back from news. We want the one that hasn't been opened is. Uh, it is a brand new day if you're an Apple iPhone user yep. as there is a brand new Apple iPhone that's been announced in the last three hours and your Apple friends are going to be going nuts for this because there is uh, actually quite a few upgrade features and all that. Yeah. This is going to be very interesting because Josh has changed his tune from half an hour ago to being like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. I think you... You've had to turn off the Apple nerd part of your brain for the last couple of years because it's been pretty disappointing. And I feel like this yep. is the first one where something sort of exciting is happening. So if there is anybody out there listening to this right now, and this is going to be so specific, but it's Are You Okay Day, it's all about being heard, uh, who understands what pulse width modulation is, I get a splitting headache from any phone, iPhone past the iPhone 10. So mm. the OLED screen just wrecks my eyes. Yeah. So I'm on an iPhone 11 at the moment, which is the last one to have the old screen. The iPhone 11 officially just continued as of today. Of course, so yeah. I am now sitting there going, well, how am I going to have an iPhone in the future? Yeah. Because the features today that have been announced are pretty decent, to be perfectly honest. Mm. So here's the first, this is the biggest bit of news, right? So the new iPhone is going to have a 12 megapixel camera. That's been uniform for ages, but the iPhone Pro is going to have a 48 megapixel camera. Yeah, wow. So you get a 12 or a 48 megapixel camera. So essentially you can take a photo of from the moon yep. and zoom in on your house. That's that's yeah. how ridiculous the 48 megapixel camera is going to be. That's like when they offered, like in the beginning with iPods, they're like, you can get 12 gig or you can get 64 gigs. Yeah, which one like, do you I want? I might get the 60. Yeah. I don't that know. being said, back then, like, a song was half a megabyte. Well, here's the so. thing. These pro phones now have terabyte iPhones. So oh, you can get wow. an iPhone with a terabyte of storage, which is insane Oh, as my well. goodness. That's crazy. Uh, new safety services. Apple's very big on this, so it's a very big on privacy. But the new safety services are impressive because apparently your phone's going to be able to act, I think this is the pro model, as basically a satellite phone. Oh, wow. So if you are out of an area with cell service or Wi-Fi service, it can yeah. still make a call. Plus, also somehow can sense when you've been in an accident. So, if, I don't know, there's a weird metric that happens yeah, inside yeah. the phone. It's like, well, that wasn't good. Yeah, that it, felt it odd. Eventually, unless you like talk to your phone within a certain amount of time, it just calls an ambulance, which is pretty so cool. So, it's like, hey, are you alright? I have no idea how that works, but it sounds pretty cool. But the thing that all of your friends are going to be going on today, like it's the big, big, big deal, is the notch is gone. What's so the notch? The notch, you look at your phone because you've got a 10. Oh, the like notch, the little hairline thing. The notch thing. at the top yeah. of your phones that are the full screen ones yeah. is where the big dip goes, where the like the earpiece is, the two yeah. cameras are. That's now like a little one in the middle called the dynamic island. <laughs> So what in the middle of the yeah, phone? So gal no, in the top, in the oh. top. But it's like in the middle. It, it has a thing right. on top of it and a thing underneath it. So okay. it's integrated into the screen now. Right. Okay. It's, it's called completely the disconnected. Anyone who has an Android phone yeah. is always laughing on this day because the features that we all get so excited about as Apple nerds, Android yeah. phones have had them for ages. The dynamic island is going to be like a hole punch thing yeah. in the middle of the screen. But what Apple have done is now when you get a notification, it expands out. Like, the screen goes black around the dynamic oh, eye. Yeah. So it looks like it gets bigger and smaller and bigger and smaller yeah. and bigger and smaller. How much does this thing cost? Like, four grand? Yeah. No, I no. don't know if a Actually, little blue it, black box getting bigger and smaller is worth it. So we that. don't get sued at $1,700. I mean, still, still, still. <laughs> still.
Still, still. <laughs> There's not enough different in this yeah. to run out and buy it, I don't think. No, no, no. For no. $1,700? Yeah. No, no, no. Especially considering the one I've got the option to get is going to give me a massive headache. Yeah. $1,700. you're fine. I'm probably fine to keep going with you. I might buy another 11 today before they're all gone. <laughs> I am not enjoying the current weather situation because it's kicking up a lot of pollen. Uh, 17 degrees is what you can expect today. 100% chance we're going to continue rained uh, over the rest of today. Look, I can't... I yeah, can't speak properly. Um, um, yeah, it's all it's all a lot. And hay fever sufferers are going to know this over the next few days. It's going to continue to be a lot. I um, will say that, yeah, I let, yesterday it said it was going to rain and I went outside at like 8 o'clock and it was wet, but I didn't hear any rain and it was just like a light dusting of rain. Yes. I was like, this sucks. This isn't rain. This is just it's wet outside. Um, there was no rain falling that hit my roof that made me go... It came in overnight, ah. I think, and I think it's going to continue on today. Yeah, it was so a bit... Uh, yeah, because I woke up at like 2 this morning and it was pretty heavy. It's the first time I've ever heard anyone neg rain, though. Ah. <laughs> like, do you want to rain? Why don't you try raining a bit Honestly, harder? I've pathetic. been raining myself in with how yeah. much I want to rain yeah. Yeah. Uh, neg rain. Yep. <laughs> Your rain's, rain's been pathetic lately, guys. Honestly, it has been pretty piss poor. Yeah. I've not enjoyed <laughs> a poor. good, healthy that's, flow that's of rain. That's a clever yeah. fun play there. Hey, police have ended, were at least attempted to end, a 25-hour armed standoff mm. uh, with a, a guy who's, you know, obviously armed. Yeah, uh, by with, with a crossbow as well. It's in Britain. It's bizarre. Yeah. By bringing him McDonald's breakfast. Um, so a police officer's mm. gone up to the front door, brought him a coffee. Caffeinating him seems like a bad Odd. idea. Um, but anyway, the rest of it <laughs> checks out. They yeah. brought him, you know, some McMuffins and uh, all that sort of stuff. Uh, apparently, the standoff continued afterwards. This... People are saying it was a really strange idea. Like, they've brought in McDonald's yeah. to try and coax him out. Really odd concept. I, I think it's actually genius. Yeah. And this would have worked for me. Like, if you were this dude and they brought you McDonald's. Well, let me be very clear. And this yeah. is going to be yeah, quite yes. self-indulgent. I'm going to have to quickly tell you a little bit of a story. When we first started doing the radio show together, Ned and I, we moved to the Gold Coast. And we started doing a radio show that went from midnight till 3 a.m. Yeah. All right? And then on Saturdays and Sundays, we would swap to doing a breakfast radio show that went from 5 a.m. till 7 a.m. Seven days a week. But involved us hanging around at the station to time some things out with satellite until Correct. 10 a.m. Yeah. Between the end of the 7 a.m. show and us just hanging around, I would go and get McDonald's breakfast. Yes. And by about 9.10am, I would be unconscious. Yes, I remember. <laughs> it, it was such... It was such a combined level of me being tired, yep. plus all that carbs and sugar going yeah, into my system. Some fats. Like a snake, yeah. I felt the need to just rest. You're like, ah. I'm so this done. guy's on hour <laughs> yeah. 25 of yeah. an arm standoff, bringing him in the McDonald's breakfast, to me, yeah. seems like a genius maneuver because it might put him to sleep. Nothing on the McDonald's menu makes me want to go back to sleep more than the McDonald's breakfast. Oh, if it, I, if yes. they brought me like a Big Mac, I'd be like, all right, well, let's get the day started. Yeah, but yeah. it's like, if I'm having a Mighty McMuffin, that relish, for some reason, I'm just like, well, that's been enough of a day. I know it's 10, but it's been enough of a day. Like Codril Cough and Cold, I don't think the, the night tablets, yeah. in terms of the drowsy tablets, yeah. are as effective as <laughs> maple syrup from the hotcakes at McDonald's breakfast. You pop one of the little seals and it's a hash bread in I, there. If I, have enough, if I have enough of that maple syrup, yeah. I just get sleepy. So this armed, this armed standoff yeah. being ended with Macca's breakfast... I don't know if that is just works for me or it's genius across the board, one or the other. I know they have generic coffee cups at McCafe. Are we sure it wasn't like an Earl tea or something? Yeah, that's just right. Just a really... It's not coffee. It's just like warm milk. In the bottom of the Macca's bag, there's a UE boom just playing <laughs> Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. <laughs> 
Josh, there is a guy in Sydney whose name is Dave, and he is uh, a bit of a hoarder, much okay. to his neighbour's chagrin. He's got... It's like proper, proper hoarding. It's not like, oh, I just don't really like throwing out old clothes. It's like this guy's front lawn is overrun with just boxes of stuff. Yeah. I think if you're a hoarder, you've got to keep it in the house. Yeah. In the house. It's otherwise, like, It can be your problem. It's like yeah. you can do whatever you want inside your own home. Yeah. But the second it's in the backyard or the front yeah. yard, your neighbours are now involved. And, and the neighbours have current affairs coming to visit you. And, and that, both things have happened. The yeah. neighbours have got involved, gone, mate, you need to clean this up. There's like scrap materials out the front and it's like high as high. As your gutters and stuff. I have like, a lot of respect for Tracy Grimshaw yeah. in terms of just Australian media, and she's yeah. had an amazing career, and she seems like a lovely lady. I would be embarrassed for her to see my apartment yeah. right now. So it's important. It'd be, like, it'd be like a step underneath. This like she's not yeah. going out there. No, I get no, yeah. that, but she's going to watch the video package yeah. while she's sitting in the studio. She's going to watch the yeah, report, yeah, yeah. and I don't want her to see my apartment. So yeah. I keep everything in the four walls. Exactly That's what right. You do. So the current, current affair I've gone around there. They've essentially told this dude, "Hey, so look, the council's giving you twenty eight days to get all this stuff off your front lawn." Uh, and he is like obviously doing the classic current affair. Yep. Uh, a person who obviously likes to keep to themselves a little bit is not particularly handled a film crew and a reporter no. going, tell us what the hell your problem is, mate. Yep. He's not handled mm-hmm. that very well. Yeah, No, you wouldn't. He's come out, old Dave, uh, and you would think that a guy who has like, as I said, like clutter up to his gutters, that's how high it is in his clutter front to the gutter. Clutter to the gutter, gutter to gutter clutter. Uh, you would think that he would probably also hoard clothes, but he has come out in his jocks mm. and a completely unzipped Adidas jacket, like a okay. windbreaker sort of thing. So he's just in his undies and in his and in his jacket. They've like the current the current affair crew, which I think is honestly a step too far for them, have asked him to put some pants on. Yeah. You're at his house. He He can do whatever the hell he wants. And you're you're there to, expressly there to embarrass him. Yeah. yeah, I mean, maybe. Isn't this kind of what you came here for? I would say, honestly, this is what you want. Exactly. Dave, to look a little bit deranged. This is what you were hoping for. That's what the whole story's about. That's exactly right. He's like, look, my name's going to get over the the rubbish. It's just rubbish, whatever. He's obviously used a lot more choice language than that. That's not the right. But uh, it's funny that he's just drawn the line at clothes. He's like, look, I am going to, I will hoard, I'm looking at the front. I will hoard. What looks like 7,000 of the recyclable bags you get from Ikea, the blue ones, Mm -hmm. but pants and a shirt? You're off your head. Crazy. I think probably, to be perfectly honest, Dave's philosophy here is that the clothing, even on his body, is taking up valuable space in the apartment oh, for other items. Exactly so right. If, yeah. he, if he's sashaying between all of the towers of crap that he's got yeah, in his yeah, apartment, yeah. you want to be as slim as you can yeah. to do all of that. Look, he does look a little oiled up. Maybe yeah. he's like he's like sliding through it. Between newspaper <laughs> stacks from like 1993. Yeah, he's like, I'd invite you in, but you really, unfortunately, there's a looping up yep, here. Yep. <laughs> Grace period to get into the house. move through different items. Look, you Honestly, have to dive through the newspapers. Keep it in the apartment. Yeah. Keep it in the house. That would be my only and advice to Dave. No one's bothering with what you're doing. Exactly That's right. important. Go to town, honestly. Unless you're hoarding fireworks, in which case people are going to have really some questions. Really, we'll get involved. Then you <laughs> may get the door kicked down. Josh, my friends Carla and Spence uh, have a kid who is about seven or eight. So he's like adorable. He's really figuring out the world, but he also is like starting to pick things up and trying to fit them into his life. Okay, yeah. Which is adorable. And I mean like turns of phrases. Like when he's over something, he'll be like, ah, yeah, I can't be bothered with this. But he'll say something like, ah, I wish I could, like, I was going to say, I wish I could really, be bothered really with this. Wish you, I wish you'd thought yeah, of an example yeah, yeah, before yeah. you just launched into that. That's fine. Honestly, I just want to get to what he actually said because his teacher called these parents and told them that at school, he's referring to his mum as his old ball and chain. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> bit, of an, bit of an outdated <laughs> very, phrase. Very, very, yeah. very outdated phrase that uh, apparently I asked Spence, I was like, why is George saying this? And he's like, it's because me and Carla joke around. He's like, yeah. I never call my wife the old ball and chain. But she goes, he's like, oh, she will go like, oh, me old gas bag. Or she's yeah. like, get me a tea, you old gas bag. And yeah. he's like, oh, bloody hell, dude. Never ends with the old ball and chain. So they're they're doing, also, by the way, in their mid-30s. So, so they're doing a bit yeah. of, wouldn't it be funny if we were a couple that were 40 times older than we are? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, imagine if we were that's retired good, in our 90s. That's a good bit of gear for a, a couple to do. Play. That's a bit of fun, yeah. A millennial couple ro- role-playing <laughs> as older people. Yeah, yeah good on them. Um, I think the teacher was just like, hey, look, just thought I'd let you know. He's saying this <laughs> He's phrase. He's just saying this yeah. phrase. It's not offensive or whatever. He's not saying to other kids it's fine, but... The he's old, just saying he's calling this. his mum the old ball and chain. I actually think, after Spence told me this, I, I, I thought it was hilarious. But after that, I thought, why does the old ball and chain not mean your parents? Mm. Mm-hmm. A, mm-hmm. the old ball and chain shouldn't mean one person. I get yeah. what it means. It's like dragging you down. But I can't think of two people in this world who have stopped me from doing what I want more than my parents. Yeah, no, that's exa- <laughs> I, I would say, because this phrase obviously has has had its day and has been retired yes. as it comes no to referring... No one's sincerely saying the old ball and shame. Referring to your partner. Yeah. Um, so why don't we repurpose it to mean parents? If your partner's holding you back, that's a conversation you should have as an adult. Of course. You can't have that conversation with your parents. You can't You're sit the them child. down and go, look, I've decided that 9.30 is way too early for me to yep. be going to bed, so I think that there needs to be a compromise. Honestly, the people who have been the biggest wet blanket in my life have been my parents. They're also probably the reason I'm still alive, but mm. at the same time, very much a wet blanket. I think this is the only way this phrase continues moving forward. The we, old ball and chain is your mum and dad. You make it about the parents. Your parents. Whoever your parents are, they're your also, old ball and chain. I, I knew a guy once who used to refer to his girlfriend as, ah, oh, the old lady back home. And it's like, no, that's your mum. That's your mum. Yeah. That's how you refer to your mum yeah, yeah. in like a kind of disrespectful yeah, way. Like, like yeah. what do you, what do you, yeah. if we're going to be disrespectful, yeah. let's rework let's right. the terms, all right? Yeah. Let's rework everything to basically be about your parents. And so he's I'm like, fine with that. You misunderstand. My girlfriend's 87 years old. She really is my old lady. <laughs> got a very open mind. <laughs> Ned, yeah. uh, I am planning for something that I haven't had the ability to plan for okay. since I moved out of home. And when I lived at home, this wasn't a thing we were encouraged to plan for. Well, I know you left home at like 17, yes. so it'd be very odd if you were planning stuff. Yeah, so what, 13 years ago, this yeah. wasn't as big as it is now, and I didn't have an opportunity to plan for it. I am planning for All Hallows Eve. <gasps> yes, Halloween. My favourite holiday. My, That's not a holiday. My uh, girlfriend Carrie has a house, a house with a backyard oh and a front yard. And what I'm considering doing, yeah, no, yeah, so that's amazing in of itself. But I've always lived in apartments. No, 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 no that was me being a sarcastic. Like, I'm you just realising what I'm of talking about. Yeah, you're realising what realizing, can be yes. with her backyard. So what I am currently in the midst of doing is planning what the front yard of her house will look like yeah. for Halloween. And I, yesterday, on Facebook Marketplace, went and bought a smoke machine. So that is part of the plan. Plans. Hope it's not a windy. Hope it's not a windy Halloween. Well, the other thing is, I already have another smoke machine that honestly is too much. Yeah, so right. if it is a windy night, I'll Bring use that, that one. one and yeah. the fire department might get called. Yeah, but smoke you can chew through. <laughs> the point. The point here is, this is like a little cute one that I can run into the garden because yeah, what I'm thinking cool. at the moment is a like a bit of a PVC pipe running from the smoke machine under the garden bed yeah. and coming out of the ground where I'm going to put like a little tombstone. So I have like a I little, was gonna say, a you little will need graveyard. A theme, you will need a theme thing. Smoke coming out 
from like near the tombstones, making it all like foggy and you know how like for Christmas, you know how for Christmas they put up like the stockings above yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the mantelpiece or whatever. Do you is it is it the same sort of cuteness if you do like a tombstone for each one of your family? Or no, no, I think that's very grim. Yeah, I think cool. that's very grim. Very good. I just um, want to make sure. No, no, yeah, no. I currently, don't have any partner. Well, Lenny, yeah, be very grim if I made a tombstone for my dog. You'd be very <laughs> nervous for Lenny. He'd be very confused. Yeah, Lenny would be like, "What the hell's happening? Is this for future use or what are we? Yeah. God, I'm worried. I don't think he's aware his name's Lenny, so um, it's okay. Anyway, the point here is, I am currently in the planning stages of what can only be described as a uh, a mega front yard attraction God, for jealous. the kids on. Um, my girlfriend's street, but uh, the way it all works out, we're not going to have her boys for Halloween. So yeah. I'm really doing this for complete strangers yes. at the moment, yes. and that's what I'm kind of starting to realise. I'm yes. like, this is a lot of effort, and really, at the end of the day, this is totally about me. Like, I just, sure. I'm just enjoying doing this. Make it about whoever you want, mate. Yeah. As long as it looks good, it's that's not all gonna, that matters. It's not going to rival the house in Franklin that has the big, sp- the big spider on the top of the house. I mean, no one can hope to beat that in Canada. I will say that for the months of hell, I'll give them October through December. It's very impressive. But when the spider's up in the middle of June, yeah, it's it confusing. loses yeah. a little bit. Little, <laughs> it's confusing. You need to take the spider down at some point. It's as sick so, as that house is... You do need to take it down. I will probably not do what the, the, the brilliant people who live at that house do and raise money for charity when people come yeah, and have a look. that's actually incredible. I'll probably just raise money to cover the amount of stuff I'm going yeah. to buy. So if the you want to give a gold, a gold coin donation, <laughs> it'll go towards smoke machines, yeah. lasers, apparently customised tombstones. It's all going to be happening. It's going to be very exciting. <laughs> Josh, there is a huge highway that you and I used to essentially live on, or not essentially, we did live on, mm-hmm. uh, that runs like all the way through Queensland, I'm guessing, or maybe all the way through Australia. It's the M1, the M1 highway. You did not a lot of research into it. Well, I didn't really think that I was going to get this deep into the M1, but it's fun how my brain just decides to take me in fun little adventures. What did you say? The M5? Remember you used to live on the M5? Wherever it was. It was in Narang, if you know where that is, in, in Queensland. Gold Coast. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're having a bit of a problem on the M1 um, with... A bit, an animal that just like refuses to leave, and they're like setting up shop on the side of the roads. It's spooking them. When they're spooked, they're flapping and flying around, which is not good for oncoming cars and stuff. Yeah. It's obviously very distracting. But um, the bird, essentially, of Queensland, the ibis, yes, is the one that's putting all of these people. I guess giving them delays. I'm reading here now. There's like been hour long delays because these ibises are just deciding to sit on the road and no one really wants to do anything about it. And I guess over this course of like several years, they've like laid a bunch of nests along the side of the road. So now they've kind of just set up shop there. And now anytime they drive past, anyone honks or a car, a massive truck goes past with like air brakes, immediately all these birds fly away. And do you think maybe they've gone on the side of the road because of a lack of natural predators? Like yeah, you know, maybe. like maybe other animals stay away from the side of the. Road, that so then, and like scavenging as well. Yeah, so like there's uh, there's dead animals on the side of the road, and like and trash that people maybe throw out of their cars and yes. stuff because they are quote unquote the bin chickens. Yes. So they, they do enjoy eating a bit of rubbish. Strange. Uh, I got a solution. No one cares. Yeah, why right. are we Why are we accommodating these? You have such a negative a negative feeling towards the ibis. It's like someone took a kiwi and was like, "All right, so this is super cute." How do we ruin everything about this? Mm. All right, let's get its head. Let's get its adorable little head that's like a little, it's almost like a little bop on the top of a round little body that looks like a kiwi fruit and it's got a cute little beak. Let's take that and give it a super weird long neck. Mm. All right, it's like a nice little brown color. That's that's mm-hmm. kind of cute. It's a disarming. Let's make that 
pitch white. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. You know how the, uh, the kiwi has like a, a cute, long, identifiable be- uh, beak, and it looks really cute, and that's how it gets into things and eats stuff and it scavenges. Let's make that hooked so it looks like Gonzo from the Muppets. Yeah. And so when it opens its mouth, you see its weird, disgusting, long tongue that goes the <laughs> length of the beak. It's un- they ruined the kiwi. Yeah. I don't know, and I, don't, I really don't know who I, who I mean by they. I think, but I think they ruined the evo- kiwi. Evolution. I yeah. Think. Evolution ruined I the kiwi and made the ibis. I don't know why you are living in like this weird childhood world where the, the ibises are just kiwis that, they went, that went different. <laughs> like that's someone not- scared a kiwi a while ago and it went ghost sheet white, <laughs> <laughs> and then from then on we've had an awful bird running around ruining the he country. Hates, he hates this. Isn't fake? You no, hate I really, ibises. I really, and don't I like really ibises. am so indifferent towards ibises yeah. that I just don't. I don't care about them at all. They're just like such. They're like the bad part of every bird. It's like the cool. Do part- they fly? Yeah. They do fly. Okay. Like the cool part of an emu where it like looks kind of weird and has like long legs and stuff. It's like that, but it's not tall or intimidating mm. at all. So it's like you've just taken all the worst parts of a bird, put it in this one. You've got it a name called, you've called it bin chicken. <laughs> Why am I with a weird one for not liking it? It seems like no one likes it. I think the only people that are odd in this whole scenario is the hotel chain that named their hotels That's after the, the ibises. That is the weirdest <laughs> thing. But anyway, the point here is I think what's great about this is you've just outed yourself. So you are saying that the way to deal with this environmental problem yeah. is just to not worry about yes. it. Which means you are now ready to lead any country in the yes. world. Well yes. done. Congratulations. A You're Yay. a leader of the free world Yay. now. <laughs> that was the Ned and Josh, Ned and Josh podcast. podcast. If you or someone in your family has been injured at work, visit meja.com.au. Hit 104.7.